Welcome back to the BPD Podcast. Today is a special episode. It's an episode that's been in the works for about probably two years at this rate. And me being lazy, um, I haven't had this guest on, which is my fault completely. But today we have my buddy, Mike. Hey. Mike is a, what, what would you say you are? Professional or um, or well, starting up? I am starting up, but I'm not a professional. Okay. Uh, but I like to think that I do good work. There you go. A, a soon to be professional DJ. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So we, um, we were discussing doing this show for a while, but when we talked about it, I was in the process of selling my house, moving and then getting back into the new house and you were fine tuning your craft. Yeah. Which I've actually enjoyed. I actually, every time you post something on Instagram, I'm like, I like this. I like this. I like this. <laughs> you do good work. Thank you. And I like, I like the way you mix different genres and different artists. And you're like, I never would have thought about doing those two things. Which is pretty cool. Thank you, man. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. So, Mike. Yes. What got you into this? Um, well, I've always been into music. Mm-hmm. Um, just art in general. Mm-hmm. But music specifically, just a few years ago, um, I started making my own music. Yeah. I uh, didn't start with DJing. I started producing music, mm-hmm. um, different beats, uh, things with lyrics, with friends, uh, just all kinds of stuff. Kind of experimenting with yeah. my own kind of sound. And then uh, now, do you still do that on the side, or are you mo- mostly focusing on this now? I'm most mostly focusing on DJing, mm-hmm. but I still do that, and every once in a while, you dabble. Uh, yeah, yeah, there you go. I like, to, I like to keep up with it. Yeah, because they kind of go hand in hand. It does. Because I can make a song, and then I can DJ that song. Yeah, uh, or DJing will give me kind of inspiration for exactly. a certain song. Yep. Um, so yeah, I made a lot of electronic dance music, um, a lot of just electronic music, um, stuff like that, which. A lot of DJs play that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so, just one day I decided, you know, I, I like to party. Yeah. I like my I like to party with my friends. I yeah. like to have a good time. And DJing is all about keeping that party alive. Exactly. So. And now I, I used to have I used to crack jokes on DJs. Like, um, I have a few friends who do it in New York, and I'm like, you just sit there and just play shuffle on your iPod. <laughs> but watching you set up this your your equipment, I'm like, maybe there's a little bit more to that. And then watching you mix. We're, we're te- doing a test run because obviously I'm not completely technical savvy. I, we couldn't figure out how to make this work. <laughs> but you mixing songs, I was like, oh, man, that's, that's a lot of work. And all your knobs, like the levels and stuff like that. I mean, it's yeah. pretty in, 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 in depth. Yeah. At first, I mean, I definitely, you know, you go into it thinking that like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, it's not that hard. You just play yeah. some good songs, you know. Um, but it's so the songs are made. You, I did not make these songs, yeah. obviously. But it's about putting them together in a way that is pleasurable exactly that is entertaining yeah. for people and um, that they can enjoy it mm-hmm. um and so that's the part where you can kind of get creative like you said mixing genres mm-hmm. or uh certain songs to other songs you can kind of get fun with it and that's that's cool to have an ear for that because i mean you did a suavemente what was that mixed with um so it was going to be i have suavemente queued up and it's an edm remix okay and then i'm gonna mix it into kanye west stronger and see yeah. it, in my entire life, I would <laughs> never have thought Kanye with Elvis Elvis Crespo. Yeah, never in my life. Yeah, I have a lot of uh, Elvis Crespo stuff. Yeah. that I like messing around with. Well, you got back in the day that that dude was fire. Anything he yeah. did was just amazing. Whatever happened to him? Oh man, I guess he got old. <laughs> yeah, he got old and just retired from the game. He's making millions off his uh, re- residuals. Yeah. Do you want to do a little sample of your your uh, suavemente was stronger? Sure. Yeah, let's do it. I'm ready when you are. Cool. Suavemente, 
That's that's good. I really enjoy it. Now I'm gonna give you guys give you guys a heads up as listeners. We had some MacGyver uh, uh, one of my backup mics next to his iPad because we weren't able to figure out how to feed the sound from his DJ equipment into my my equipment. But it sounds better live, yeah, and in person. <laughs> so if it sounds a little rough on, on the podcast, I apologize. But we'll figure it out for next time. Yeah. So that was the so that was just the Suavemente uh, EDM remix into a stronger. Kanye West remix. That's sick. Um, and I tried to make it in a way to where the lyrics kind of match up. Because uh, you said harder, faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Swap. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it works. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much what I love doing. I do spend hours just sitting around finding up songs to mix like that. And that's cool. That I, I I used to do stuff like that. Like just listen to the words. And that's the our slogan, listen to the words. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't do that anymore. I wish I had more time. But that's pretty cool to sit there <laughs> and, and analyze like you said, you could you could slap two songs together, but you're looking even deeper with the lyrics too. Yeah, making the lyrics flow as well. Yeah, with DJs, there's a thing. Uh, there's a lot of different ways you can mix things, and uh, keywords is a big one. So sometimes in one song you'll have the same word. Maybe it's saying baby a lot. Mm-hmm. The word baby, as so you could take that from one song, and then the, another song will say the word baby. Mm. And then, like the mind makes that connection after the music is played. Oh, um, so that makes sense. Yeah, this a lot of it too is just uh, beat matching. You want to make sure. I, I think that's the most important thing about yeah. DJing. Yeah, because you can immediately know if one song is playing at 150 BPMs and you start playing a song at 100 BPMs, mm-hmm. it's going to completely change. Yeah. the entire vibe. And yeah, it completely kills the vibe. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes total yeah. sense. Now we're going to ask. You, I'm going to ask you a couple questions from um, one of my friends. Well, one of the guys that got me into the game, cool. Poddex. He has these little cards. You can see over there on that table. They're little cards, like Uno cards, but they have questions on them. Yeah. He released an app, so you can create your own little deck. So I have one for music artists. So what is one piece of music gear or equipment you own that is most important to you? Hmm. So this is going to be an unexpected answer uh-huh. um, because it's not innately a music gear. Okay. Um, so I, would, I think my iPad. Yeah. Because um, my iPad... I can do so much with it. Oh yeah. It, it can have 500 instruments on it. Yeah. It can support my DJing board. Mm-hmm. It can, uh, I can make me, I make music on my iPad, yeah. uh, through garage band. Yep. Uh, it's a great app for that. So just because it's so versatile, um, I would have to say my iPad or if you're using a computer, your computer. Yeah. Um, other than that, I think the DJ controller itself, um, mm-hmm. you know, you, you can't DJ without that. Exactly. So. I have a buddy of mine who does, he's a music producer in New York. He actually does every, like, he, like you said, it's like 500 instruments on it. Yeah. He'll make his music on his iPad. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I know this guy, I've known this guy my entire life. I'm like, you don't know how to play the guitar. He goes, I don't need to. I have it on my iPad. I'm like, <laughs> what? He's like, he, he does all these crazy things on his iPad. Yeah. So I'm not really too well versed in uh, physical instruments themselves. Uh, I played the violin yeah. growing up. Um, not, I mean, that was fifth, sixth grade. Yeah. Not that I can pick up a violin now, mm-hmm. um, but just the way that iPad presents things, it makes it kind of easy to to learn and get into. Yeah, uh, they got pianos and you know all kinds of strings. And even music wise, it's amazing. This is going to be a turn, turn into a iPad promo now. <laughs> so Apple sponsor the show, please. There you go. But Sophia, my daughter, she does. She's very artistic and stuff. Mm-hmm. So she'll draw. She'll do these crazy paintings on it. Add graphics on them. Morph them to something else with the iPad. And now she's diving into making movies, the special um, oh, graphics and stuff like that. Yeah, that's cool. And she just sits in her, I mean, she'll be in her room and she'll come out like, can we watch my movie? And they're, <laughs> they're like an hour long, but we watch them for her. And she'll have these crazy animations, these graphics, explosions and stuff like that. And it's all on the iPad. Yeah, I wish I had that when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> it was me, me. It was just like, just stare out in the window. I'm like, okay. And, and hope for the best. Yeah. All right. So how would you define success as a musician? Hmm. Would it be record sales? 
Would it be the quality of work? So, yeah, one thing I, I kind of always set out, like when I first started making music and then DJing, to me, it's not really about the money mm-hmm. or uh, the the fame. Or mm-hmm. even. Uh, it's kind of just about, I want people to enjoy what I make. Exactly. If I don't get paid for it, that's cool. I mean, obviously, I'd like to get paid. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. Um, but I want to make stuff that people connect with. Yep. I want to DJ a party that people remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, like, just the memory mm-hmm. of what I do is uh, kind of the thing that... So I guess it is a little bit of fame. It, but um, it's, it, it's, it's a fame in the sense of you want to be... You want to have, have people have a good time. Exactly. Not... Yeah. I want people to say, yo, you remember Mike was a killer DJ? I'm like, you know what? That party that... Let's just say... Wedding X, that DJ was fire. Yeah, he had his. He didn't hit one bad note. Yeah, and that, and that's. I mean, that's cool. Yeah, and I want. Yeah, just I want to make an impact in that sense. Yeah, um, and maybe hopefully one day, uh, money will come along with that mm-hmm. for me. Uh, I'm trying now, but um, you know, it's always good to do something you it, love. It's baby yeah. steps, man. I mean, yeah. we I, we we used to have sponsors on the show, and they kind of fell away. So right now, we're doing it for free. Yeah. Eventually, if it, if it happens, it happens. If not, it's a cool little, it's a fun thing to do. Yeah. It's a fun thing to do. It, it, it's keeping me off the streets. You feel me, man? <laughs> the mean streets of Welford, South Carolina. Oop, yeah. I gave away my address. Uh-oh. <laughs> Bleep that out. Bleep. <laughs> but, um, all right, so your definition would be what the quality. Yeah, for sure. Um, I want to make quality music. I want to DJ and give quality experiences, mm-hmm. and I want people to to remember and know me for that gotcha yeah hey that's a great i like that answer so this one this, i like asking this question and i'm, I'm curious to know what your answer is going to be mm-hmm. what was the first album you ever purchased Ooh, <laughs> purchased okay so when i was growing up uh cds and portable cd players that was like the thing yeah so i would always try to get cds as far as the one that i bought i'm trying to think yeah, it has to be what you bought because yeah. a couple of people are like, oh, yeah, my mom got me this one. That's what you bought. Yeah, yeah. My parents definitely gave me a lot of different things yeah. that I didn't like. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the first conscious album that I can remember buying, I think it was on iTunes. Oh, man. Um, back when iTunes was like, you know, now we have Apple Music. Yeah. But uh, I think I bought a Kings of Leon. Um, it's not a bad record. Yeah, I think I bought their... One of their earlier albums, and they're my favorite band. Oh, okay. Um, which is what makes sense. I have, I expected them to be bigger than what they were. Are they still around? They are still around. They just dropped an album uh, a few months ago, or maybe okay. sometime last year, yeah. and it was really good. I'm going to check uh, that out. Yeah. Because uh, I, I enjoyed their stuff, their and stuff I just kind of fell away. Like, I didn't hear yeah. them in the mainstream anymore. It's a lot different than it used to be. Okay. Um, it used to be really, it used to be a lot more, I feel, I don't want to say aggressive, but just mm-hmm. kind of... A little more in your face, yeah. Um, and and it's a little more chill now. Okay, I mean they're older guys now. Yeah, uh, they got families and stuff. So good. But, okay, I have to check that out. Yeah, I really like them. Uh, they were my first concert. Oh, um, nice. As far as I know, they're the first album I bought. Um, I remember watching their documentary. I love those guys. Okay. Yeah. Kings of Leon. Yeah. Nice. I like that. Do you have a mix? You want you have, you want to play another mix right now? Yeah. Um, what you got for me? I got a little something here. Let's see. Cue this up. Now, you might recognize these songs. These are also remixes. Okay. Um, but uh, these are some classics here.
And it's funny because I'm listening. I'm like, when is he going to make the switch? And I hear the boom, 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 boom. Like, I know yeah. that song. So I know that song. That I love that you said that because that's a huge goal. I want. I don't want people to. I don't want, like sometimes you do that, like a hard switch. Yeah. But in that case, like you, it just sounded like one song. It, it, it flowed completely. Yeah. And I'm like, I recognize that that little those three notes. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. I'm like, where is it from? <laughs> and I figured out it was blue. Yeah. There you go. I like that. Yeah, man. That's cool. So, so all right, humor me. So how do you how do you go about the process? All right, mm-hmm. let's just say Sweet Dreams and Blue. Mm-hmm. You download the MP3s or whatever on on Apple Music. Yeah. Then what's your next step? So it starts with the finding music you want to work okay. with. Um, so I heard both of these songs and the the way they remixed, I really liked it. Mm-hmm. And then so I'm constantly just listening to music. Yeah. Just listening to music all like for hours and hours a day. And then I in my mind I'm just kind of like this will sound sweet with this. Mm-hmm. So I load them up into my uh, application and get out my DJ stuff. Mm-hmm. And I find where in the song I can insert the other song. Yeah. And then I just, I experiment. Like That's cool. To see what sounds cool. At what point it fits. I like that. Yeah, and I've DJed this uh, specific uh, transition, this mashup. Um, I've DJed it live for people and they respond. Like, yeah. They love it. That's I mean, cool. it, it, yeah. it's really, really good. I like that Thank a lot. You. Yeah. All right. So what motivates you to keep wanting to perform or make music? Um, That's a heavy question. Yeah. I think there's something inside of me that is just like always kind of looking to do something artistic. To create. To create. Mm-hmm. I love creating. I write. I draw. Mm-hmm. Um, I've written. I've written like I have so many ideas for novels and things, mm-hmm. uh, fiction. And I, I started drawing was like where I started anything artistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I draw. I, I, I've wanted to make a podcast in the past. Yeah. Um, and so it, it's always just kind of revolving mm-hmm. and, or, and it's just never stopping. It's just the arts. Yeah. The arts are yeah. in you. You just have, yeah. Getting, getting them out. Yeah. And I love, there's, a, there's like a certain high you get when you DJ mm-hmm. people. And oh yeah. I feels, can imagine. You feel like a God. Up there. Yeah. And I'm mean, like, like you could yeah. compare it to like, um, what I'm thinking of, like the Rolling Stones. Them dudes are like 80 years old and yeah. they're still performing. There has still to be rolling. a reason why. Cause they probably get that high that keeps them young. Yeah. I mean, when you're 80 years old and you can control a crowd of 75 or 100,000 people, I mean, you must get this crazy high. It's indescribable sort of feeling. I have not felt that way. Um, I DJed a wedding a few months ago, about 200, maybe 250 people there. Mm-hmm. And, and they're all bopping to what you're creating. They're going crazy. I just, step, just take a step back from the DJ stuff and just kind of look out in the crowd. Mm-hmm. It's just like, wow. Like, yeah. I did this. Now imagine, <laughs> imagine oh, what's this dude's name? The guy, the Asian guy with the long hair. Um, uh, Steve Aoki. Imagine, I've seen some of the, vi- the YouTube videos oh, where man. he's like, an ocean of people yeah and in sync they're jumping up and down yeah I've, that's sick watching those guys gives me a lot of inspiration mm-hmm. like him uh diplo mm-hmm. um uh you know dead mouse yeah um marshmallow mm-hmm. all these guys man they got crazy stuff going on. marshmallow got some six like i yeah. like the way he combines all these different genres like he did um a day to remember um mm-hmm. i think it was rescue me and then he did with uh what's this country guy i can't remember his name he sings Heaven, Luke uh, Brown, or... I'm the wrong guy to ask All right. country. <laughs> All right. But he... And now he did one with Halsey, too. That's really good. Yeah. He, he does... He, the way yeah. he combines things is really, really cool. He's really hot right now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, are you self-taught, or do you take lessons with your equipment? I am all self-taught. Self-taught. Yeah. I've never been formally trained in any of this, mm-hmm. uh, even music production. I just kind of download the app buy the thing yeah i was just on amazon and i was like talking to my wife like hey i want to buy this yeah dj equipment she's like are you what (laughs) (laughs) i'm like well i'm just gonna learn it and yeah and i just it's cool like i like getting in stuff and now do you mind me asking is it on the high end or on the low end that this specific one i have here is on the it's more of the entry level um because they can get really expensive i've been to guitar center next to my podcast equipment yeah i've seen those things they're pricey. Yes. Uh, so even like the lower end ones are still a couple hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And like you obviously got the high end stuff for thousands. Yeah. Um, and I think I'm going to use this for a while, you know, milk it for all it's worth. Yeah. And then oh, one day I'll treat myself to an upgrade. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, once you get more um, gigs under your belt, you could just have it pay for itself. The yeah. new one. And this is the Pioneer DDJ 200. Okay. Um, so they make DDJ 400, which is a step up. And then the numbers keep going higher. Okay. Um, but this one... It's, it's super sweet. It works with my iPad. Uh, it's a they call it a smart DJ controller. You were telling me it connects Bluetooth. I mean that 
you don't need any wires. You literally, yep. you rolled up here with a suitcase. With <laughs> yeah. I'm like, where's the rest of your stuff? Yeah. And you just, it all had it all in there. Yeah, all I need is my iPad and a power cable for the uh, controller itself. That's sick. And you can even use like a... Uh, a brick, a uh, power bank? Yeah, like a power bank. Yeah. So you don't even need like a wall. That's awesome. It'll last a while on that. That's sick. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. So what kind of music did your parents listen to? And do you think that has had an influence on the music that you create? Definitely. Definitely. Um, my mom is Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. So she listened to a lot of Spanish music. Yeah. Um, and which I love that stuff. I do. Aside from all this, like, kind of hype stuff I'm playing today, mm-hmm. I do, like, simple, like, salsa and bachata mixes mm-hmm. um, of the classic stuff, like Celia Cruz, mm-hmm. uh, Elvis Crespo. Yeah. Um, so I like that stuff a lot, and I like remixes of that stuff. So any anything kind of Spanish. Yeah. Um, I love and that. And usually that gets people hype at a party. Yeah. They just get up and dance. Yeah. You can't help but move your, your hips to their music. Exactly. Even if you don't know the words, uh, just the beat and mm-hmm. everything that's going on. Yep. Um, there's that. And my dad... Uh, he's just a white guy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but he listened to uh, a lot of um, hip hop mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And obviously, uh, you know, rap is probably my favorite genre mm-hmm. of music. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it all just kind of works really well together. Yeah. Yeah. Now you got to make some Elvis Crespo, some Biggie. There you go. <laughs> some Swahili Meso, some Juicy. I don't know how they can pull <laughs> that one off. Yeah. I have to sit down with it for a while. <laughs> what current artist inspires you the most? Is there a current artist that inspires you the most? Current artist. Um, and I if would, there isn't one that's current, you can go past. Okay. Um, so as far as DJing goes, uh, some of these people that I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. like Diplo, I follow him on social media platforms. Mm-hmm. I listen to his remixes. He's a fantastic DJ. Okay. Um, Stevie Oki's good. Uh, there's a lot of... I feel like more so than famous artists, there's a lot of people that have like a good following on YouTube mm-hmm. that I like just love sitting there and watching their stuff. Yeah. Like I could watch them mix for hours. There's, was it you that sent it? It might have been Megan that sent it to me. This guy who makes the Phil Collins in the air tonight with, uh, do you remember by Michael Jackson? Yes. I, so I know Did you guy. send that to me or no? Uh, Someone sent it to me. It might not have been me, but I know exactly. And it blew my mind. About. It was, uh, I think that is sick kick music. Um, he's on Instagram. He's always wearing a mask. Yeah. Um, he does crazy things. Like, oh, I, I'll watch his stuff for inspiration. That guy is sick. Yeah. So, in the DJ world, I feel like, like, I'll go out too, like downtown, mm-hmm. um, where there's people like DJing in clubs. And yeah. I'll just like listen to what they're doing. Yeah. And uh, I'd feed off of that. Yeah. So. And that's all you can do. Yeah. Like, I listen to a lot of podcasts. So, I, I get pieces of this that I like from here. Yeah. Pieces from here. And I kind of make it my own a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's just, that's, that's how you grow as a person. Yeah. I always have this like critical ear now. Cause like before, I'll go out or see somebody DJing. You know, you don't really think too much of it. Like, oh, that guy's DJing. Yeah. But now I'm listening to, like, now I know what he's doing. Yeah. Now I know I want to, like, know everything about what he's got going on. It makes it makes total sense. (laughs) Yeah. Makes total sense. Have you watched that Instagram video? It might have been TikTok where the DJ is hyping up this beat drop that's about to drop, and then he changes it to Dancing Queen all of a sudden? That is one that, uh, yeah, I posted that on my Instagram. Did you? And And the guy's, like, all sad, like. Yeah. They're at a they're at a wedding. Yeah. And uh yeah, it's hype, it's hype, and then they change it like that. And he's sitting there like, What are you doing? What did you do? He was ready to yeah. explode and then <laughs> dancing queen kicks on. All right. Is there an instrument or piece of gear that you've always wanted but haven't been able to get? Hmm, that's a great question. So I think the number one thing I would say is probably uh an upgraded DJ controller. Mm-hmm. So you asked me earlier, this is an entry level one. Yeah. Um there's one like you're uh you my roadcaster yeah like your roadcaster it's got it like a touch it's got touch screens on each side oh. and you can cycle through the songs on the controller so you load this music onto the thing itself yeah and it, like it's more if anything i don't know if you actually load it onto it itself but it acts as a screen oh like, okay i got you yeah, yeah so you can sit there and flip through music oh um, man. and they've also like mine is kind of limited in terms of uh buttons mm-hmm. they've got a billion buttons on those things that you yeah. can program to do whatever you want oh, man. um so i got you know, this is good for me for now, but that stuff, I mean, that that's really cool stuff that I'd love to. How much does that one cost? Uh, a couple of thousand? Those, or? those can easily get into 2000 3000 5000 Yeah. Uh, it just kind of depends on what you get, but those are some mean machines. So at the end of the show, you'll promote your your uh, your Instagram and all that stuff <laughs> so we can get some gigs. Yeah. On the, from the podcast. We have, we have listeners everywhere, so who knows? Cool. I'll travel a little ways. A little ways. <laughs> How far? Florida? Uh, I mean, maybe if it's right. Yeah. I'm, All from, right. I'm from Florida. So yeah. 
go back home. Yeah. What, what part of Florida was it? I was born in Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We have Miami, Fort Lauderdale, Boynton, West Palm Beach. Yeah. I went to school in West Palm. In West Palm. Yeah. I think we talked about that because I lived in West Palm for a while and that's where I met Kelly. She's from Boynton Beach. Yeah. I went to middle school there. There you go. Nice place. So do you have another mix you want to mix or you want another question? Um, I, yeah, I can, let me see what I got yeah. here. Yeah, see this what? is a, some more uh, Elvis Crespo just because I love the guy. Yeah. Cool. It's all colorful too. It's like I'm, I'm hypnotized by its color. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's pretty like when it's dark too. Yeah, it's kind of like got a little light show going on. That's pretty. I'm like I was completely went hypnotized by it. Yeah, and I'm starting to get into lights too, like uh, strobe lighting. Yeah, and, uh, I got a couple little LEDs that I use for parties. That's cool. That are pretty nice. Now does that? Oh, now go for it. Yep. So that was I'm over uh, here bopping to. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So th- th- that was um, that was just Elvis Crespo, but it was two different points in the song um, that I kind of matched oh. up at the same time. So yeah. So there's the this is Dior Dioro remix of uh, by Lar, and so I played that for a while, and then there's another remix to that remix that it's the same song. But, uh, and so you you like let's say you did the the tail end of it mixed in with the exactly oh yeah, so snap I played the original one first for a while yeah and then I mixed in some of the other one um I had a, at like in the middle of the song I kind of cut wow. it wow just to kind of give it because the song kind of drops off in energy mm-hmm. uh, right around the, where I mixed it at yeah and so to kind of keep the energy up I just put in these drums and like where it, <sighs> where it kind of goes into the other part what a genius idea I, see <laughs> how do I say this that is a talented ear you have there. That you're able to catch on to those things. Because not everybody's I'm like, well, I, can, I guess I could put that in there. Because the entire time you were playing that, I'm shaking my arms. Like, I'm dancing along. I'm like, why am I dancing to this? <laughs> but you had it flowing just right. I mean, that's that's impressive. Thank you, man. That's yeah, awesome. I, I try to, because there's a lot of points in songs. Like, songs aren't all made to just be high energy all the time. Exactly. So, as a DJ, you kind of look at that. So, like, on this app, I don't know if you can see it all. Um, oh, okay. I've, I've got, like, wave waveforms here. Mm-hmm. So I can see where the waveform gets real quiet. And so what I do is I take a loud part of this waveform and put it on top of that quiet one. So it stays high and, in energy. And that's connected to your machine. Yep. Yep. So the, the, what your, mach- your machine there is duplicated on the iPad. That's yeah, pretty so, much the same thing. So if I touch this wheel here. Oh. See that? It's moving yeah, yeah. this whole wave. And then I have different cue points where I, I can drop in stuff. That's what these buttons yeah. are. And, um, so is the... the, 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 the um, Controller. Controller yeah. brought its own app, and that's what you download on, or is that an Apple-specific app? Uh, this app, I'm not sure if it's on any other. I only have Apple, mm-hmm. um, but it's an app. It's called DJ, D-J-A-Y, okay. uh-huh. and you can actually use the app without a controller. Oh, wow. Like you can do this on screen, and a lot of people start out that way. Yeah. Um, so this this connects via Bluetooth to the controller, yeah. 
and because this app supports this specific gotcha not every controller is supported by gotcha. the app gotcha that makes sense um, so it's pretty cool but yeah. I, I kind of understand where you're coming you want a little more tactile to it instead of being on the iPad exactly you want a little um, more there's more feedback to that yeah and there's just a lot more options when you get like in those upper mm-hmm. upper class uh, controllers that, that's uh, sick man yeah that I can kind of play See, around with I'm gonna jump into DJ no I'm kidding I do not no I can't <laughs> I, I don't have the I don't I honestly I don't have the ear for it like you do that, that right there is talent Thank you. That is talent. So another question. If you can go on tour opening for any artist, living or dead, who would that be? Ooh, that is a great question. Man, there are so many. Yeah. Pick (laughs) one. Or how about this? Yeah. Top three. I would. Did I make it worse? (laughs) Yeah, that's even harder. I would feel honored to open for um, Diplo for sure. Uh His. His crowds are crazy, and uh, that would just be awesome. He seems like a fun guy. Yeah, uh, Diplo, uh, I would love to open for like a Steve Aoki. Steve Aoki, mm-hmm. awesome. I love his mixes. Um, Those guys have like they don't just have the music; they have performances like with the lights and everything. That's like a whole fog machine. It's a whole fire. event. Yeah, they got fire. Um, and that's I was talking to a buddy about it, and DJing like the music is only. A fraction of the experience. Yeah, it is. Um, the, he's telling me the wilder and the crazier that you can make the experience with lighting, mm-hmm. smoke, fog, yeah. um, stuff like that, the more memorable, memorable mm-hmm. it's going to be yeah. for the guest. Um, so I would love to get into that one day. Yeah. I, I'm kind of looking at fog machines a little bit. Yeah, I have a friend who um, he actually lives in England. He flies overseas to go to this It's a big festival in Miami. I can't remember the name of it. It's a three-day festival with all EDM music. I think I've heard of this I, i'm drawing a blank on the name yeah, of it but he flies am. over for that and he's like it's just an event it's three days of just i'm like how do you have energy for three <laughs> days of just jumping up and down but he he loves it yeah he it, loves it it's a dedicated uh crowd i've been to a couple uh things in charlotte mm-hmm. um like in the middle of the night yeah just bodies packed and lights crazy and strobes yeah. and it's just a cool experience it is a cool experience yeah. yeah yep and you just have to know how to like you said have a good mix because if you have a crappy mix you're like yeah yeah, this sucks. Let's just um, bounce. I can't tell you how many times I've been out at a bar or at a, some sort of club, and the DJ literally can affect your mood. Oh, yeah. He's playing. It's it's all about song selection, too. Exactly. Because, you know, like I said earlier, I did not make this music. Mm-hmm. I'm just putting it together in a way that yeah. you can vibe with. Yep. So there was a DJ once I was out. Uh, me and my wife went on a little honeymoon trip, mm-hmm. and we were out somewhere, and I was getting so excited. I saw him setting up. I'm like, man, this guy's going to kill it. He had really nice gear. Yeah. And his song selection was just awful. <laughs> but he was he was a good DJ. He yeah. was doing great transitions and things, but he was just playing music that uh, I think nobody was really feeling. Mm. And you got to be able to read the room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's another thing. You have to be on your toes. Yeah. Like, let's say, you, like, for some reason, you, you're, you're at a wedding gig, mm-hmm. and your first song just bombs. Mm-hmm. You can't just be like, okay, let me just keep going with my, my scripted plays of the next yeah. 10 songs. You have to be like, all right, the room is not this. I have yeah. to go this way. Yeah, I did that at the last wedding. Um, I was playing some music that everyone was going crazy. I think it was Spanish music. Mm-hmm. Man, people love Spanish music. They do. They do. <laughs> they were going nuts. I had the whole dance floor out there, and then I, I switched it up and I played like kind of like a, I don't know. It was a good song. It just kind of changed the vibe a little bit. Yeah. I think it was like a '90s like hip hop song. Yeah. And uh, some people were still out there, but I saw a lot of people go away. And then oh, I played yeah. another Spanish song. And they all came back. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you got to have that eye. Yeah, sure. you have to have that eye, and then oh, and also. You, you almost have to have like a halftime, like because you can't have these people just dancing three hours straight without having a heart attack. Oh yeah, oh so you yeah. Just give it, like okay, let me just wind it down, but come back because I'm about to blow your brains out right now. Yeah, when I make a mix, um, I start out, I kind of build the energy. I'll start out with like a slower kind of thing, and then kind of build up and up, and then I'll go crazy for like an hour. Yeah, and then I'll kind of go back to something. Bring slower, it back a little bit, yeah. Which is still something you can kind of you know like you were doing, you know, bob yeah. your head to, kind of sway your hips to. Yep. Um, and then let people, you know, give people a breath, catch their bracket, get, take a drink. Yeah. <laughs> that makes uh, sense. Yeah. All right. I already asked that. So you said Diplo and Steve Aoki. All right. For sure. Yeah. If you had to cover or remix an album from start to finish, which album would you choose? Man, these are great questions. Right. Yo, Travis <laughs> did a fantastic job with these questions. I actually had, um, I don't know if you've heard it, but my favorite band is Magic Romance. That album right there, the red one. Yeah. That album changed my life. Yeah, didn't you have? I had the lead singer Andy, yeah. and I asked him from this de- this uh, deck of cards these questions. He's like, "Man, these questions are good." <laughs> yeah, that's such a good question. Yeah. Um, so 
if I was to remix an album, mm-hmm. it would be it would be like kind of what I've been playing. Mm-hmm. Like it would be a electronic dance remix to. I would have to pick. I'm over here hoping you say the Frozen soundtrack. Oh. <laughs> That would be crazy, though. You know, I, I yeah. just thought about that. It came out the top of my head, but you know what? Let it go with the EDM beat to it. Yeah. With so, Suave Mente in the background. Oh, man. <laughs> you give me ideas. Yeah. Um, so I'm a big, big Juice World fan. Okay. I've uh, dabbled a little bit. I, I'm liking what I've, I'm yeah. hearing. Yeah. So he did, obviously, everyone knows Lucid Dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, and just he has a bunch of music. A really melodic rap music mm-hmm. um, is, is kind of what he does. Um or did. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I didn't realize he had passed. Yeah. I heard it, I heard a song with Eminem, and at the end of the video, I said, um, in honor, in memory of, I was like, what just happened? Yeah, that song. I had no idea. Monster. Yeah. Um, that was a great song. And so I think if I could take a Juice World album and flip it complete, like EDM, go crazy mm-hmm. with it, I think it'd be really cool. I could hear like a Lucid Dream. I mean, people do that. Yeah. Um, there's probably tons of Lucid Dreams, uh, EDM remixes, yeah. and different things. Um, so some of his earlier stuff, maybe one of his first two albums, I would probably take and to do it like to flip it like that i think it would be cool that would be really cool yeah. i actually like that i like that a lot do you have a musical influence that would come as a surprise to your fans huh miley cyrus i love miley cyrus i don't, I don't know if that would be a surprise or not though no i don't think it would i'm trying to think of what might shock people a lot of people so i listen to rap music primarily mm-hmm. yeah and then i listen to a lot of edm electronic yeah. music so when I say I'm a Kings of Leon fan, that kind of surprises people mm-hmm. because they're a band yeah. that plays like alternative rock music. Yep. Um, I love soundtracks, like movie soundtracks. Mm-hmm. And that's also, I'll play some of that around my wife. She's like, what are you listening to? <laughs> um, which, are, which is your favorite? Um, so I really like the Tarzan soundtrack. That takes fire. There's not fire. a bad song on there. I really like, uh, there's an animated movie called uh, Full System Reset. I think it's called it's on or it was on Netflix. I'm not sure if it's still on there. I'm not familiar with that one. Um, I think, I hope that's the name of it, but that's a great one. It's just like orchestras. I love video game soundtracks. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a coworker that all during work hours, that's all he plays. He says it helps him like game, focus game video music. game soundtracks. That's all he does. Yeah. One day I walk in, it's, it's Zelda. One day it's metal gear solid. Um, that's all. He, and my, one day it was Mario Kart. And I walked in there and I was like, Oh, I got jittery. Yeah. I was like, dude, what are you playing? He's like, <laughs> I'm just playing Mario Kart. It, he, it keeps him focused. Yeah. So he's just typing away. And I'm like, wow. So, yeah. Maybe even more than movies. So I'm a huge gamer. Yeah. You know that. Yep. Um, but I have so many like metal gear solid is one of my top five oh, games yes. all time. And that soundtrack just is so nostalgic. Yeah. Oh my God. Everybody recognizes it. Every, yeah. every, and it's funny because Sophia was watch. She's watching uh, Wreck It Ralph mm-hmm. the other day, and they played a, the the exclamation point sound. Yeah, and I was like, "No, you're solid." <laughs> and she's like, "What is that?" And I was like, "Shh, I have to teach you." Yeah. So I showed her a video of it. She's like, "Hmm, interesting." Yeah. So I already forgot what the question was. Um, I can't go back. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh what musical oh, influence would surprise people? Yeah. So yeah, like just really dramatic uh, video game soundtrack and movie stuff. Mm-hmm. Huge fan, slow Spanish stuff, mm-hmm. um, like some old, like, 90s bachata. Yeah. God, I love that stuff. Some Aventura. Aventura. <laughs> um, it's a great one. My wife likes Aventura. That's the weirdest thing. Yeah. Even the new stuff is decent. I haven't really dabbled in their new stuff. They, it's, it's good. Too much. It's good. But yeah, there's a lot of weird, I have a weird mm-hmm. music library. Hey, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> nothing wrong with that at all. Auto-tune, yes or no? Yes. Yes. All right, why? It can be done really well. Mm-hmm. It can be it can enhance uh, a song. It can enhance a voice. I think it definitely can go down the wrong path. Yeah. Um but I mean T-Pain for instance, mm-hmm. he can sing with or without. I watched that YouTube video uh, yeah. about a month ago and I had no idea that the man could sing. Yeah. Well, have you ever watched The Masked Singer? No, I haven't. I, I believe he won or got very far. Really? On The Masked Singer. He was in a costume the whole time. Yeah. Nobody he made it all the way to the end. Jeez. Voted best singer. He took off his mask. It was T-Pain. Wow. <laughs> I mean, the guy has yeah. a beautiful and voice. I'm pretty sure he wasn't using Yeah, he, was yeah, he just, doesn't want to. Yeah. Because I um, there's a documentary on Netflix. I think it's called Pop. And they did an episode on auto-tuning. Mm-hmm. And T-Pain was on there. And he's like, I don't really need it. But people people like, people like think that I'm the one that ruined music because I created t- uh, auto-tune. He's like, I didn't create it. Yeah. It was always there. I just used it. I, I thought he did well with it. I like his yeah. uh, old. I don't mind his stuff at all. Yeah. All right. Do you think streaming services like Spotify are good or bad for music? I think good. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I think good because I would not have probably half of my music library were it not for Apple Music. Very true. Because sometimes I'll just create a station and mm-hmm. it'll expose me to an artist that I probably would not be yeah. exposed to yep. if I didn't have that service. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there's there are some bad things. You're kind of taking the, the tactile uh, it, feeling away from music. Yeah. Um, you know, there's that special feeling of getting like an album. I couldn't tell you where I would buy a CD nowadays. Uh, yeah. Best Buy took him away. They don't have it anymore. Goodwill. Maybe. <laughs> you can buy like, vinyl there. My vinyls, I've gotten them off the internet, off Amazon. Really? Yep. And there's a stack over there. And I just, I just get them off, off Amazon. Yeah. The Magic Romance one was hard to find. That one was brutal to find. Man. But, yeah. I, I do miss the whole going to a store and buying the CD and then taking out the paper and reading the lyrics inside of it. Yeah. But I'm of I'm I'm the generation of cassette tapes, too. Yeah, I never, I never even handled a cassette. Yeah, because we showed, we found one a few months back, and I showed it to Sophia, and she goes, "What is this? What do you do with this <laughs> thing?" And I was like, "You put it in the cassette player." And she goes, "What's that?" So we were like Star Lord on um, Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. his little player. She goes, "Oh, okay." Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's good though because there's a lot of people, like underground people, that are not famous. Yeah. that you find out about. Yep. through these services that I don't know if. Where would you see them if there wasn't for like the internet? Or we had streaming. Delfino Square. There's a, they're a band out of California. Mm-hmm. Um, we had them on the show, and their music's really cool. It's really chill. Mm-hmm. If you have a chance to check them out, they're really chill music. Really phenomenal guys. It's four guys is really cool. Uh, I think actually it's three guys and a girl now because I think they got a new book drummer. But they're really really cool. They're laid back. They're chill. They got that cool California vibe. Yeah. And I and we just and their music on Spotify sounds nice. Yeah. I never heard of them, but yeah, check them out. Delfino yeah. Square. All right. If you could have one current artist guest on one of your songs, who would it be and why? If I could have a remix to a song, I know I keep saying him, but I got to go with Diplo. If I could, it could, if it could be, so I go by the name of DJ Barty. Okay. I should have said that earlier. Yeah. DJ we, Barty. Done that, yeah. yeah. My last name is Lombardi. Barty is just a short. Yeah. Um, and I don't know too many other DJ Bartys. There is none. <laughs> You're the only one. So yeah, trademark that. Cool. Yeah, so if I could have a DJ Barty Diplo remix to something, Ooh. that would be sick. Now let's say let's say you you write a song, you you uh, you produce a song. Mm-hmm. If you could pick one singer to sing on that song, who would it be? Oh, it's got to be Juice World. Juice World. I'll never get that chance. Yeah, <laughs> but All right, let's go with Living. Living. Um, let's see. I think that's gonna, this one. This answer might shock me. Let's see who who would you pick to sing on my song? Mm-hmm. I'm. Going through my mind palace right now. Yeah. Man, there's so many. It, it, it's a tough question. It's it's kind of a heavy question. Yeah, because like, I would be honored if like a lot of people would yeah. get on track. Um, you got me. Yeah, I got you, you on got that me. one. Stop I got me. you. We'll we'll I'll we'll, think about we'll it. circle back. <laughs> Now, how how often do you practice with your gear? I practice with this here um, probably at least three times a week. Okay. Um, usually, I'll come home from work on Friday, mm-hmm. and it's just, I call it Friday vibes. Yeah. You know, got the weekend ahead of us. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll pull out my DJ stuff, plug into, I have a speaker at home. I was going to ask you, do you have your headphones on, or do you actually play it throughout the house and yeah, so kind of get your wife's reaction to the stuff? It kind of depends on what mood she's in. Mm-hmm. If she wants quiet i'll put my headphones on mm-hmm. um she actually bought me a really nice pair of djing headphones nice um and if not like if she's in the mood or if she's not home i'd rather hear it loud yes like i have a subwoofer at yep. home and i'd rather hear it like that and feel it yeah feel the music the shaking and uh so i'll do that um i do that friday on the weekends i get together with a lot of friends mm-hmm. and uh they all know i dj and stuff and mm-hmm. i'll take the stuff over to their house and go party at their house that's cool um, but I just do a lot of practicing after work. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of looking for music. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. I like that. All right. Let's see this one. Are there any specific moments in your life that made you decide to DJ? Is that play music, but yeah, there is actually. So this is a, a funny little story. There you go. Um, so there's this movie. I don't know if you heard of it. It's Zac Efron. It's called We Are Your Friends. I don't think so. Yeah, so it's a movie about him uh, out in California, and he's basically like an up-and-coming DJ, mm-hmm. and uh, he's kind of finding his way in that in that space. He's got friends and stuff, and uh, I watched that movie, 
And then immediately after I watched that movie, I went and made like a electronic album mm-hmm. like a music. I just started making music. Really? Yeah. And then I was like, well, I don't just want to make it. Like I want to play it and I want to do crazy stuff with it. Yeah. So then, um, I just started like looking into DJing. It started with like apps on here, like I was telling you. And then I started going to Amazon. I was like, I can just get one of these for mm-hmm. a couple hundred bucks and uh, let's do it. And so yeah. that movie alone, I don't <laughs> know why. I love that movie. It just got me into it. And it, it, yeah. that's the funny thing is that it only takes one thing to just spark. Like you have the, the pieces of wood and the Kindle there. Yeah. You just need that one spark yeah. to just kick it up. There was that and it's cool. There's a friend here in the area I hang out with a lot. And he's the only other person I know, um, like that I'm friends with that DJs mm-hmm. or that is interested in DJing. Yeah. And so we, our first, I would I say gig, I mean, we didn't make any money, but mm-hmm. we did this house party together and we had his, his setup right next to my setup. Um, he has some crazy old speakers from the eighties that mm-hmm. are so loud yeah. and crystal clear. And we just rocked out that night and it was, it was sweet. Um, so, so was that, was that like a dueling DJ setup or was like, were you guys able to mix together? Your, your stuff. It definitely wasn't dueling. So the way we had it that night, we had, uh, I think we did four sessions mm-hmm. that were about 30 minutes to 45 minutes each. Mm-hmm. And we just went back and forth. Oh, okay. So he went 30, 45 minutes. Then I took over. That's then cool. He went, then I went. That's um, actually not a bad idea because it keeps you from burning out. And yeah. And you're going to catch up and read the room too. Like, okay, the room didn't react to this song or this genre. I can an angle yeah. and figure it out here it's also good because at least in that setting uh we were around a lot of our friends and you don't want to be well it depends on what you want but i got to party a little bit with that yeah, too yeah. while he dj'd yeah so i got to be an audience member for a little and bit and feel like i got you yeah. yeah and then i got to take over and then just back and forth i like that yeah it was pretty sweet that's cool but yeah that movie man um, what is it called we're we are friends we are your friends we are your friends yeah is it older or new i'm not familiar um, with it i think it's like 2000 it's in the teens, I think. Okay, like I'll have to check that 15 out. 15 or something. We are your friends. Yeah, it's it's all like, you know, Zac Efron, a couple other people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's got a lot of drama and things like that. Yeah. But I really liked it for like the music and I'll have to check that out. party scene and stuff. We um, What started me with this was, I love music. I wish I knew how to play an instrument, but I just love talking about music. And um, when I had always wanted to start a, a I when I was younger, I wanted to have a radio show. Mm-hmm. My dream was to have a radio show. And I was like, I can do it. I could do it, but I never got around. You know, life happens and you get a job, you grow up. And then during the pandemic, when it first started, I was like, you know, I could do a podcast. <laughs> I, could, I mean, why not? I'll just buy a cheap little, I bought me, I literally bought like a $10 microphone plugged into my computer. Yeah. So the first episode sounds awful. It's <laughs> bad. And it's just me talking about that album right there. Mm-hmm. And after, and I had, I listened to this podcast called The Basement Yard. Um, this guy named Joe Sanagato, he does YouTube videos and stuff like that. He's out from my neighborhood in Queens in New York. And he inspired me. I was like, if he could do it, I could do it too. Yeah. And from there, it just it snowballed. We're close to fourteen thousand listens. Hopefully, we'll have that relatively soon. Nice. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah, it's just one little thing just sparks, and you just go with it. Yeah, that's how it is for me. Um, I have a lot of hobbies. Yeah. Um, this is my latest and greatest one. Yeah. And I'm just always, like I said earlier, revolving around yeah. something creative. And it, that's part of life. It's like you can't just stay stagnant with one thing because you get bored. Yeah. You get bored with it. And that's what with the podcast, we do it. I do it with my family. I do it with my wife or I do it with guests that come in and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a cool hang just to hang and just talk for a little bit. Yeah. And then I have other hobbies. I'm actually, I'm, I'm considering taking up the guitar. Oh. Considering it. Um, I was talking to my therapist this weekend. I was like, I've always wanted to play, but I, I, I should have done it in the past. She goes, what's stopping you now? And I was like, nothing. Yeah. She was, there's literally nothing stopping you from picking up the guitar. And I was like, no, there isn't. She goes, what's stopping you? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> she goes, then, I mean, you're 37. You, you got plenty of time left. Do it. And I was like, okay. Hmm. So I, got, I, have to, I have to figure out a schedule of when I could fit it in yeah. in my life. So I'm, I'm, I'm debating it. I'm debating it. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. You should go for it. I think I am. I think I'm going to go to Guitar Center and just buy like their little starter pack of guitars, just like a $80 guitar, just to try it out and see how yeah. it is. Because we used to have a guitar in my old house for years, but nobody played it. Yeah. So when we moved, we just sold it. I regret now, but whatever. <laughs> All right. So if you could book your ultimate music festival, mm-hmm. who would your three headliners be? Ultimate music festival, I would choose. I would choose um, Diplo for sure. Mm-hmm. He'd probably be number one. Um, I would choose Steve Aoki, and mm-hmm. for a third, man, that could be anybody because they're all 
those guys are so good. Um, maybe like a this is like a sleeper one, but I'm gonna say David Guetta. Oh, David Guetta's got some really cool yeah. remixes, and um, I he like has some good collaborations too. I like this stuff. Yeah, really yeah. good uh, collaborations and remixes to songs, and I think having him there would be like a cool little kind of little mix up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Oh crap! It, it, the question I swapped too far. <laughs> it said. If you could listen to one music, one type of music. Oh, no, I'm sorry. If you could listen to music from one decade, what decade would that be? Ooh, one decade. I'm sure it was written better than what I just I just yeah. spat out because I just <laughs> stroked out halfway. Might disappoint you here because I know you're uh, you're into your 80s. But then again, we're we're, we're different ages. That's true. So um, I can't be too disappointed. Well, you're 37. 37. I'm 25. So it's 12 years. 12. Years. That's a that's a big big. <laughs> Big difference. I think I I'm really into modern music. I'm yeah, the 2010s. I'll, yeah, I'll say that the tens. Yeah, 2010s. Yeah, 2010s. Because 2000s, that's a whole different thing. It is. Um, but I find myself listening mostly to stuff made in the recent years. Mm-hmm. Um, I really do like early 2000s and 90s stuff too. But mm-hmm. I, I get a lot more selective. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife, she loves like throwback. Yeah, um, hip hop and stuff, mm-hmm. which I like too, but. I get pretty picky around that time, yeah. and then there's 80s stuff I'm really into. Like mm-hmm. I played some of this, uh, like Sweet Dreams and mm-hmm. um, the Blue Dabadi. Yep. Uh, I'm not sure when they came out. I was the late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, because I remember when it came out. I was in school. Yeah, so there's stuff from like those eras I like, mm-hmm. um, but like these remixes are more recent. Mm-hmm. And I'm really into that. Hey, nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah. If you could have your music be the soundtrack to a movie, which movie would it be? That's a great question. It is. <laughs> Travis does good stuff. Yeah. So it'd have to be something action-y for sure. Okay. Because I don't really make slow music. Yep. Um, and I don't really work with slow music DJing too much. Um, it would be nice if there was like a like a Star Wars. I could see my music in like a Star Wars scene, like a hype, like action mm-hmm, scene in Star mm-hmm. Wars. Um, maybe like a spinoff Star Wars yeah. or something. Um, either that or like an Avengers movie. That'd be sick. Yeah. Um, just have like stuff going crazy, mm-hmm. just explosion <laughs> stuff. Yeah, just get Michael Bay. Like he directs all those movies with the explosions and stuff, like Independence yeah. Day. Like, hey, here's my music. Play it in one of your your movies. Yeah. All right, all right. So, what are some of the biggest challenges you face with trying to promote your music or grow your fan base? Okay, so I'm on uh, Instagram a lot. Mm-hmm. That's like my main uh, channel of interaction yeah. with people and posting things and stuff like that. So I'm Barty sound, Barty dot sound on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, B A R D I B A R D I dot sound. Um, that's my Instagram. I post all of my mashups and, uh, transitions and I'll post like five minute mixes, 10 mm-hmm. minute mixes. Um, so on there, I don't have a lot of followers. Um, and I'll be, I could do better about yeah. being on top of it. I'm just not, I'm not a social media guy. It is so tough, man. I'm yeah. telling. I'm in the same boat. Yeah. Like I'm. I, I'll post my little memes and stuff, but it's like so hard to just. Yeah. Be on that social media and promote. It's just tough because there's a science to it. Mm-hmm. You know, oh yeah. When you post, um, what you're posting and hashtags, hashtags, all that, and that all that stuff's great. Like I just haven't. I'm more focused on like the craft itself. Yep. yep. Um, maybe I should get like one day like a social media person. If you find one, let me know, yeah. <laughs> and then we could we could probably pay them together yeah. and like make a package deal because I need to do something. Yeah. So on uh, on my Instagram, I post reels, mm-hmm. um, and I have a couple reels that have been pretty successful, like relatively. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got some with that, like I got like almost seven thousand views on mm-hmm. one. I've got another I just posted the other day with three, over three thousand. Yeah. Different fifteen hundred here, thousand there, and some just don't really do well, like eighty views or something yeah. like that. Um, but a big reason is because on Instagram. I guess I might be on, there might be a better way for me to do this because to have like a successful reel, you use sounds that exist already. Oh, uh, like pre-recorded sounds that you make your own video to. Gotcha. And people look those up and search those. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing is everything I do, this doesn't exist. Yeah. So it, people finding me is, it's hard based yeah. on like hashtags and, yeah. um, or if people share me and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I'm working with that. I'd love to get like a YouTube going. That maybe is a goal. Um, that I could mm-hmm. I could do here soon. Um, I had follow a bunch of different DJ YouTube guys. Yeah, that the I, YouTube would be definitely a good idea. And TikTok. Yeah. That TikTok thing is, 
I don't, I don't know how to do it. I just like watching the videos <laughs> yeah. and laughing. So if he knows how to do all these crazy transitions and stuff like that, but I'm like, yeah, I don't, ha- I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I haven't really gotten into TikTok. Um, Instagram reels is like the TikTok mm-hmm. of on Instagram. Um, but obviously TikTok's its own beast. Yeah. Um, so it can be challenging just to get exposure. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, like on the monetary side of things, like I, I have myself advertised online, mm-hmm. um, and I've gotten a ton of different, uh, bites yeah. uh, for different parties or different things. But the thing is, it's all competitive too. Yeah. Like I'm not the only DJ. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then I have, I need more reviews. I've got a yeah. couple good reviews from people, uh, of the parties and weddings I've done. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't have that many. So yeah. you would most likely when you're looking for somebody, you go with someone with 25. Exactly. Reviews, to yeah. Buy with maybe three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're, st- we're still in the early stages. Yeah. But it's still developing. It's, it's a grind. Yeah. yeah. It takes time. Yeah. It takes time. So what is the most important thing for your fans? I'm sorry. What is the most important thing your fans can do to support you? Which kind of what our last question kind of feeds into this. Yeah. The most important thing I would say to me right now, um, I get a lot of satisfaction um, and uh, gratification off of people being into my stuff. Mm -hmm. So follow me on Instagram, Mm -hmm. uh, Barty.sound. And and share and share it and yeah. like share it with your friends if you like it bookmark it uh, save it look at it comment on it let me yeah. know what you think of yeah. it um, give you ideas feed, hey yeah. mix this with this and see if it if you can figure it out yeah I did uh, so one thing I might do here soon is I put up a poll on my Instagram um, and I was like because you know how they have IG live mm-hmm. you can go live so uh, I thought about doing like a little live set that'd be cool on my Instagram and a lot of people uh, responded favorably to that mm-hmm. um, so if I think the biggest thing is like fan interaction like yeah like tell me what you think um support support it that way and Mm -hmm. also on the other side of the coin if you are graduating or you know if you have a friend graduating you're getting married or something yeah like let if it's close by um let me know yeah i'd love to dj DJ, yeah yeah that'd be cool so this this one is a question that i've always asked myself if you could sit in on any recording session throughout history which session would you choose hmm me, I'm always, it has to be a Beatles. Beatles? A Beatles recording session. Yeah. And, and it's funny, we um, Disney Plus just released a documentary of their recording of their last album. Mm-hmm. It was nine hours. I watched all nine hours, and I was like, <laughs> I did it. I sat in on the Beatles recording session. I'm all right. Dang, that's a long time to sit. I, I split it up between four days. Yeah. It was a long time. I was like, there's no way I could sit through nine hours. <laughs> I could really sit still for eight hours of work, well, ten hours of work. Yeah. I would say, so my favorite Kings of Leon album mm-hmm. is called Because of the Times. Mm-hmm. I would love to sit in on the creation of that album. Yeah. Um, that was around like, I think early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um, their sound was changing a little bit mm-hmm. from, they, they kind of started out the gate kind of making some like crazy rock music. Yeah. Um, and they were kind of getting real alter- alternative and um, still kind of keeping that origin originality. Yeah. Though. Um, and I just love that music. I'd love to just sit in there and, see them piece that together. How, and I asked, I asked Andy, the lead singer of Magic Romance, how he wrote songs. Mm-hmm. And he said that he would, he would, he would just think of a line and he'd write it down in a notebook. He'd think of another line and just, and he would he would just piece it together with the music. So it's not, he didn't just sit down and just write one song yeah. in a single shot. He just, he had his pieces here and he would just make, he would just make a puzzle out of it. And wow. I was like, I never thought about that. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I, th- I thought that was pretty cool. Sometimes when I'm writing a song, um, if I'm writing a song with lyrics, I don't really do that too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll just get like a theme going mm-hmm. and then the song might take, you know, like a year. Yeah. Like I'll just come back to the, I have to keep my notes in my phone mm-hmm. and just like add to it or yeah. whatever. Yeah. That's cool. If you could co-write a song with somebody, who would it be? If I could co-write a song, uh, I don't, don't ask me alive, but I would say juice world. Okay. Uh, <laughs> cause he, he was a really creative rapper. I like, I like his voice a lot. Yeah, he has a really nice voice. It's it's not. He doesn't do the mumble rap either. No, I yeah. I, I like him. Yeah, he's a, he was an excellent freestyle artist. Mm-hmm. Like just sitting there and rapping on the go. Yeah, like with no preparation. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think I've seen too many people do it better yeah. than him. Um, he's he can sing really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, as well as rap, he was very crystal clear. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said earlier, it's really melodic. Yeah. And um you can kind of go like he has songs with BTS. Mm-hmm. Um he has songs with uh like Jay Balvin and like mm-hmm. people like that. Yeah. Like he has songs that 
he he's so international yeah. like, with his like, he's so versatile. Do you know how he passed? I'm not I'm not entirely sure how he yeah. died. Yeah, um it was a drug related thing. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. aware of that. Yeah. Okay. Man, that Chain. sucks. Yeah. Yeah. All that potential. Yeah. Cuz I, I like this I like I mean I like I like I like a rapper who you can understand. Yeah. And that has a message. Yeah. I don't like this. And you're like, okay, like say say something yeah. meaningful. Say something that's gonna touch me. Like, but don't like I got this. I'm like, <laughs> I get bored of that. Yeah, his his stuff specifically too. Uh, he addressed a lot of things that are not common mm-hmm. um, for a lot of rappers and like people in his position to mm-hmm. talk about. Like he talked about a lot of like anxiety and depression, yeah. like stuff we all deal with. Yep. Um, and he talked about it in a way that kind of it made you feel like you're heard. Yes. Um, and like, you kind of could relate to it. Yep. Um, he had a lot of problems with drugs and stuff, which I mean, I don't, but yeah. that, that didn't personally affect my relationship with his music. Yeah. I know it does a lot. Like, a but, lot in, of people. but in the end, sometimes you can replace the drug addiction with something else that you're facing in your life. Mm-hmm. Insert this problem instead of the drugs. And it, it you could relate to the music. Yeah, That's true. Yeah. I mean, it could be I mean, alcohol or yeah, anything. Yeah. So, all right. What was the first concert you ever attended? The first concert I ever attended was a Kings of Leon concert. Oh, we talked about that already. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. Yeah, my wife actually, um, I don't know. I kind of grew up weird. Like, I didn't really do a lot mm-hmm. as a kid. Um, I didn't really go to concerts or see the world. I've never been off the East Coast. Yeah. Like, I, it's not, I'm not a traveler mm-hmm. or anything. So, she took it upon herself. She's like, she knows I was a diehard Kings of Leon mm-hmm. fan. She bought me tickets and took me. That's and I, awesome, I, man! I had such a good time. That's amazing. We were up in North, their hometown is North Carolina. Oh, okay. Um, so they were doing a show up somewhere around Charlotte, I think, mm-hmm. and uh, it was great. They sound the same live as they oh, do. Like that's the best. Yeah, that's the best. Was it a big venue or a small venue? Um, it was a small. Uh, it was medium. Okay, it wasn't huge at all. There was probably a couple hundred people there. Yeah. Um, you ever been? You, ever, you know, Taking Back Sunday, the band. At all? No, I'm not familiar. All right. Uh, it's an old evil band from the early 2000s that I grew up listening to. Um, they all mostly live in Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. So they actually had a acoustic set that they played at a, at a bar called the Evening Muse. Mm-hmm. It's in a, I think it's called Noda. No. I think that's right. It's the artsy part of Charlotte. Yeah. And there was literally, like, literally 50 people in that place. Them playing acoustic and 50 people, and it was just the coolest thing ever. And they lived across the street from the bar. That's sick. And I was like, oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> yeah. That, that's a good... And now... Um, that was a great show. I've been to too many concerts, but um, six months after we got married, the police, one of my favorite bands of all time, was going on tour. Yeah. And Kelly surprised me with tickets to go to see the police. That's awesome. Oh, it's amazing. They, the, they do that song, Roxanne. Roxanne. Right? Yep. I love that song. Yep. They, yeah. And that, it blew my mind that she bought those tickets. It was, it was amazing. <laughs> so if I gave you $10,000, which I'm not going to. Oh, man. To buy some <laughs> new gear, what would you get? 10 Gs. 10 Gs. I would probably get, I would upgrade my board, my controller. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd probably still have... I definitely still have money left over, so then I would probably get get that iPad Pro, <laughs> the iPad Pro or some sort of laptop. Yeah, uh, I think a laptop is the next move. An mm-hmm. iPad, I just it's conven- I've had an iPad, yeah, so it was convenient for me to get this, and it, it works with that. Mm-hmm. A lot of DJs use laptops, yeah, um, and like different software. Mm-hmm. So I'd probably get that, and if I had any money left over, I'd probably go into like lights, and yeah, like the other stuff, like the yeah the 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 not the performance, but the. Yeah, the performance side of it. Yeah, the, yeah, kind of like the showy yeah, part of the it. Yeah, the showy part um, of it. Maybe, maybe some speakers. I have, I have some pretty good speakers now, but if I can use some better ones. Yep. All right, I think that's all the questions I got from there. Cool. Yeah, awesome. Those are good questions. I, yeah. I, I like Travis's um, pod decks. Yeah, there were some hard ones in there. I had to think about <laughs> for a minute. Do you have another one last mix, uh, Andy, or um, play one more? Yeah, let's do it. You know what? Let's go off of what I was doing. Um, I ended with blue. Okay. So let's just go from there. All right.
I saw a little Ozzy Osbourne. I like that. I wasn't expect. I was not expecting that at all. Yeah, I was not expecting that. But that was cool though. Thank you. So I'm gonna start fading us out with our with our theme song slowly. <laughs> so promote your stuff. Where, where where can they find you? Yep. So Instagram Bardi Sound. I'm on SoundCloud. That's where I put all my music that I've made. Mm-hmm. Just Bardi on there. Um, there's a lot of different Bardis, but okay. On SoundCloud, my Instagram is linked. Uh, it's got the link to my SoundCloud. Okay. Account, so you can find it. Just go to my Instagram. Yeah, go to the Instagram, please. Yeah. And I, once once I post the episode, it'll probably be... I might switch up my schedule a little bit and post it sooner rather than later. Sweet. I think I might post it maybe this Friday, tomorrow. Awesome. Cool. I might do that. That'd be I might cool, change man. it up a little bit. Yeah, thank you. I'm going to read it over. And no, thank you for coming yeah. by. And sorry that it took forever to, to get this done. <laughs> it's all right. We got it done. Yeah, we got it done. And... um. Go to our website, www.bpdpodcast.com. Again, if you have borderline personality disorder, there's a link there to get help. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't find that out until after we named the BPD that it means a mental illness. Yeah. Uh, So I put a link on there. So if you need help for that, go there. Um, And we have merchandise on there and all that stuff. Um, I'm sure everybody misses Kelly and Sophia. So Kelly's Instagram is uh, Crafty Kelly's Workshop or something like that. It's on the website. Go on the website. And uh, Megan's stuff is Teal Turtle Boutique as well. So with that being said, thank you guys for everything. Mike, thanks for coming by. It was amazing. It was fun. With that being, do you have a, you have a sign-off thing? No. No. Cool deal. <laughs> I always put Kelly on the spot. Yeah. So that's all over, guys. Thanks.